It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. everybody welcome to red wings rant where tirades and impassioned please for your victorious detroit red wings uh have a home switch the camera again because i i uh i wanted you guys to see my new snowman funko pops for the holidays it's a uh... c3po and r2d2 no this is a a welcome change man we're really was it too uh, at our limit, watching you do this every episode. Well, so now it's here, but now I feel like I need to move the. Ca- I, I gotta. I want to look at your face. Camera's over here. Yeah, got it. We gotta figure this out. We're not done, but you guys, uh, if I'm boring, you could look at my Funko Pops now. Huh. Okay, there's Han Solo, cutting up a uh, Tauntaun. Yeah, um, or you guys could look at the new soundproofing boards I'm putting up. Yeah, those look really nice. I like yeah. those. Yeah, good stuff. Um, I actually confess that I got them for a birthday gift last year and just kept putting off hanging them up. Isn't that fun? <laughs> yeah. But, man, uh, we had a, a terrifying time um, in Sweden, and I thought, my God, the season's over, so I'm really glad we're talking after this New Jersey Devils game at um, – a lot to unpack after these three games. Um, 
feels like well, we learned some some scary things. Uh, maybe maybe things aren't as as bleak as I thought they were when we got one point out of four in Sweden. But uh, yeah, uh, how do you want to kick things off today? So Thanksgiving's tomorrow, right? Um, that it is. I guess I guess I want to have that. Let's let's have that conversation about where we are in the standings and. We don't have that conversation where you're excited for next Thanksgiving when we'll have our next uh, home game shutout. So pretty excited for that next year. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So what's the rule? 80% of teams that have a playoff spot um, heading into Thanksgiving will keep it. And uh, I was I was listening to some of the stats on like uh, puck soup this week and like the largest deficit that's ever been made up is like seven points uh the biggest boner was like a nine point lead and that team blew it um but um i th- i think basically what we're seeing here because carolina i think th- what they're finishing up their their game against edmonton which uh that's a whole nother bag of worms <laughs> that's a, uh the edmonton getting almost uh shellacked by the hurricanes they they made it respectable i think it's yeah it's five to three now They've got four minutes to go. So Carolina will take that uh, that second wild card spot. And uh, they're also my Stanley Cup pick. So that makes sense. We probably shouldn't have a playoff spot over Carolina. But, um, but we'll be in this mix, right? And there's teams like Philly and Washington who are in the Matro. Uh, Matro oh, my God. Metropolitan, uh, you know, top three ranking. So yeah. you got to figure at some point Carolina's going to jump in that top three. So our battle is with the likes of Philadelphia and Washington. And then, man, Florida right now, um, I think, is it is it Reinhardt that's like absolutely killing it for Florida right now? And uh, I, you get, like, I would have easily at the start of the season, if there was like a team out of those three you were going to pick that was going to fall back. You'd pick Florida, um, but they they are just so red hot right now. Uh, I wish I had the opportunity to draft Bobrovsky, and I was like, I'm not going to do that. And now he's, I think he's he's like tied for first or like second in the league and went. So so Florida's yeah. doing great right now. Um, and it's just, you know, this is two years in a row. It's done. Boston's done enough through two months. They're done. They're going to win this division. They're probably going to win the conference. They've probably done enough already. Like the pace that the Rangers are going to have to continue to be on and the pace for any team to catch up to them is insane. Um, So it's done. Boston's got that spot. So basically, just to sum that up, we're in this conversation now with the Tampas, the Flyers, the Capitals, uh, basically... Uh, for a wild card spot, and uh, again, I'm putting Carolina. They'll they'll be in that top three for the Metro. Um, Pittsburgh with Carlson, and then and then New Jersey, right? Like I would have totally thought, save for this game, I would have totally thought, yeah, New Jersey's got a spot in the Metro. But they showed me something today, Mike, that <laughs> Jack Hughes or no Jack Hughes, um. 
and they're not, you know, they're not a hundred percent, but, uh, there's, there's some bite I mean, missing from those devils right now that, uh, we saw last year and we are not seeing this. I mean, year. they're missing two of their best players, right? Nico and Timo. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like a... I said, Hughes or no Jack Hughes, but they're still not a hundred percent, but there's, there's, there's a significant bite, even with Hughes on the ice that just doesn't seem to hit right now. Yeah. I mean, um, Still very formidable, but I, you know, we didn't quite see Devils at, at full capacity. Um, but it's uh, it's nice to actually, you know, kind of dominate a team that's missing, you know, first and second line guys um, and throwing in our quote unquote backup goalie and getting him a shutout. Um, so, you know, somewhat encouraging. Um, I uh, just, you know, lumping these three games together. Uh, and Ketzel thrown in wild card slot, baby. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're right on the cusp. Um, it definitely, <laughs> based on these three games, though, um, knowing that we beat, you know, a, an undermanned New Jersey Devils team. Uh, you know, I think you can say the word we dominated today. Yeah, uh, for but sure. they were undermanned. And, you know, one out of four in Sweden was kind of a bummer. So, I don't know if we're going to Denny Green this team and, you know, they are who we thought they were. And it feels like there's still like one more, you know, like elite forward and maybe a Simon Edmondson from, you know, instead of being on the cusp of a wild card, actually being like, cool, now we're guaranteed to be in the playoffs. Well, yeah. And I, I guess with the New Jersey conversation too, like I'm trying to figure out who, who do we have to be scared of, but you gotta, you gotta remember too, like for every game, for every game that they fall back, like another one of these four to nothing losses, right? They've got to make that up. Like they all, they need to, st they need to stay at 500 like they are and go up another, what, 200 points in that points percentage sort of catch up. Um, do, can New Jersey do it? If I had to pick between New Jersey and Detroit, I'd pick New Jersey, but certainly they can't, they can't keep, they can't keep eating four to nothing losses and expect to still be around in the conversation. Um, I mean, they've got to, they've got to, they've got to take games like Detroit flying home from Sweden, having a bad trip and try to take advantage of that no matter who's on the ice. But I, I, you know, you're right. And we, we said the last, this is three weeks in a row. Now I'm saying again, the Red Wings rant stance for me. I don't know, Mike, if you, I don't know if you totally agree. I think I speak for you a lot of the time, but you might you might still agree. Our official stance is this team is good enough to make it to the playoffs. I saw enough three weeks ago. They're good enough to make it to the playoffs. Um, they're good enough for a wild card slot. Yeah, that's a that fits the formula of what I just said. Those two losses, like the Ottawa game. Bad first period. Pretty goddamn good second period. Shut them out in the third period. Still still scores with two seconds left. For some goddamn reason, Reimer ducked out of the way of that puck, and we lose in overtime. <laughs> By the way... Uh, a baffling the, decision as what the, the last fuck? line of defense. Yeah. Did he forget he had a helmet? Uh, Can someone explain to me what was going on there? Because... 
I, got, I haven't had a single I know we person. Got some older, we got some older dudes in our group, right, who follow this show. I don't know if you remember Stripes and Harold Ramis, his big line when all the soldiers are meeting each other in that army movie. And he's like, I just want you guys to know if we get in heavy, heavy combat, I'll be behind you every step of the way. It's <laughs> great line. Wait a minute. <laughs> um, so Reimer definitely uh, doing his best Harold Ramis there in Stripes. Um, but I... I don't know if you want to touch on this now, uh, but there's kind of a consensus about people bringing up Lion being the Red Wings starting goalie um, and no longer the backup after uh, two pretty strong games in a row. Um, I don't know what it, you know, I don't know what it means for Huso because his, his numbers have been kind of rough, you know, second half of last season, uh, start of this season, he kind of had, you know, a little bit of a rough go. Um, I'm keeping my same stance. I'm I'm on the kiddo team. I'm uh I'm team. He had a kid. He had a lot going on. He'll. Or I'm gonna wait till he's back between the pipes, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna judge him. Um, it here just I found this. Like, uh, a I found this like super the... damning replay. Sorry. No. Here's this. this no, is just hilarious. of um. Yeah, Let's like when baseball this. teams kind of have to do like. Oh god. Oh. Rhymer. <laughs> watch out there. Oh, heads up. All right. Um, I mean, Walk it was Stutzla, right? Stutzla bats at it. Oh, my God. Get out of the way, Reimer. Nobody can tell me what, what is this? What is who's he that goalie in, uh Who's the goalie in Mighty Ducks? Was it Goldberg? Yeah. And they had to, like, he would take duck him out to the, the net way. and get him used to getting hit by pucks. <laughs> uh, we definitely needed that I... um, practice for Reimer. Yeah. Like, is he trying to swing his stick over? Like, instead of using his shoulders and head? Like, instead of using his body, he's like, I'm going to bat it right back at Stutzla. Um, It did look like he was trying to knock himself down the Red Wing uh, hierarchy there with that swing uh, down to third. Um, <laughs> definitely on his way, but... All right, sorry, um, yeah. No, uh, you know, we don't have enough yet for Lion to be named starter. Who's so backup? Um, Justicia Valentina, welcome aboard. Um, also thrown in a good game. Um, but yeah, it kind of feels like a baseball team that doesn't have a designated closer. They're kind of doing it by committee. Whoever has kind of the hot arm or the hot um, goalie streak. So I wouldn't mind riding Lion a few more games here. No, yeah, and I I guess shoot, I guess the point being too, like and and this kind of falls in line with how excited should we be about Lion. Uh <laughs> got, by the way, Jared, Jared underlining uh you saying I'm team kiddo. <laughs> it just sounds a little bit like Michael Scott saying, uh, you know, I've always wanted to have a family, so I'm gonna do my online dating profile name as little kid lover. <laughs> <laughs> team keto for the win um what was i gonna say oh right i i didn't want to jump on the wings too bad for losing those two games is kind of where i was going with that conversation uh so so it's like reimer ducks out of the way of a puck but we did a great job coming back and two shutout periods right and then against the leafs it's a bad third period so you've got what like four straight periods of shutout hockey um and and really like ownership of the puck against Toronto. 
And and so then it was Lyon that that had the Toronto game too. So I guess and, this is two two successful outings for for Lyon in a row. And in fairness I, too, you know, against Toronto, we did lose Wallman, um, who I had no idea was uh, a focal point of the structural integrity of our team. And as he went down, the entire team crumbled around him. Um, <laughs> so in a response move, Matt, which I thought was fascinating, uh, the Red Wings collapsed with only five defensemen playing um, that third period. So in a in a corresponding move, uh, we went eleven forwards today and seven defensemen. And Matt, we are undefeated this season when we go that route. <laughs> We're four and zero with eleven forwards and seven defensemen. Yeah, that is that is not going to change now until we lose. <laughs> um, uh, Red Wings did it um, after they dumped their pants in the third period of the last game. Um, New Jersey did it because they didn't have any forwards left. One oh. out of desperation. And another team out of desperation in another way. So, uh, real quick, I didn't see this coming, but good old Tampa Bay leaped over uh, Toronto in the standings. Uh, so now they're third place in the Atlantic. Oh, it's too oh, soon but... for that. They don't even have Vasilevsky back. Damn it! <laughs> no, 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 no. It's uh, I'm noticing too. They've played more games than everybody, so they're at 20 okay. games. Toronto's at 17. We're at 18. So yeah, there's. Plenty of room here. And then uh, Carolina, they weren't moving into our wild card spot. They moved into third place in the Metro. So after their crazy, horrible start, they're now third place in their own division. So, no, no. Um, <laughs> and, of course, they'll eventually take over the Capitals. They'll be in second place. And, uh, yeah, the, the world will be back to where we all predicted the playoffs were going to end up. It's just we haven't figured out those those wild card spots yet right um tampa's gonna fall back I, and, and i wanted to bring up too um did i finish my point earlier not getting too overly excited about lion but also not being too down on the red wings coming back with one point because they played good hockey you just you know we just watched a detroit lions team score how many points in five minutes? So it's like, all right, the winners do that. So we have we have a good like the Bears had a good enough team to beat the Detroit Lions. They did, but they don't have that that thing you can't measure. You know, they have the eyeball. T they're missing the eyeball test stuff. So we're we're currently also missing that, having blown it to uh, Ottawa and then blown it again against uh, Toronto. But there's a t there's a team good enough there to get into the playoffs. A team that say they play enough games against, uh, you know, go head to head up against Philly. In the case, uh, the wins come our you way. know, you wanted to just throw off a little bit before all the gorging you're going to eat tomorrow. Yeah. Matt just compared the Red Wings to the Chicago Bears. So go ahead and well clean out your system there, which will be pretty easy to do. Pretty nauseating um, idea, Matt. Well, let's, I mean, all right. So the Boston Bruins are the De the Detroit Lions, right? In our division. Um, so then it'd probably be the Panthers in the league, since there's more hockey teams in a division than in a football division. Uh, so it'd have to be like the Panthers and the Maple Leafs are like the Vikings. So then, I don't know. Are we the Packers or the Bears? Can we right? say the Red Wings are more like the, the LA Chargers? Because they actually score. Oh, but then drop the right. wide open down 
down yeah. the sideline. I was watching yeah. that thinking of you because I know you have uh, you have Herbert and just I don't, I don't know who would have been more mad, you or, or Herbert at that point where he throws a dime down the sideline for the win. Um. There are a lot of those uh, Kansas City with uh, some draw. Anyway, nobody cares. Uh, we're talking about Monday Night Football now, and we're a hockey podcast. Okay. Um, quick question, Mike. Um, have we just proved that line is uh, tradable? We've got a bunch of teams looking for goaltending. Um. <laughs> well, the th- the thing I guess with that is. Guys are going to look more valuable when they win. And uh, now that he's got a win and a shutout, um, and he almost kind of won the last game, but not really. Um, this is, I don't know if I, this could be his peak value right now, Matt. Um, and Ketzel, yeah, could call out Matt after Sunday's game. How dare you? And then why trade Lion? Um, yeah, it definitely feels like why trade the only goalie like we have confidence in this week. Um, <laughs> right. I, I, I'm going to take that point of you saying confidence in this week and just say like, you know, next week it could be who so, you know, like just go tending wild. A uh, early bid for a comment of the episode. Trade the rainbow. I love that one. Performance art. Got him. That's perfect too. use the Skittles uh, sort of cadence there. Trade the rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, no, I know. I'm just saying, like, you don't look at your, you don't turn around, look at your your team, and go, "Where's all those shitty guys? Who wants them?" Like, <laughs> like it's hard to do that. Um, I'm just saying, like, we we have a guy that I'm not trying to get rid of him. I'm trying to get rid of a guy that I think another team would want. Um, for anybody not in the uh, Discord channel, we had a fun conversation about making some trades. Trades while Edmonton was down uh, four to nothing. Uh, I threw out there: Nate Danielson, Lucas Raymond, uh, Edmondson, two first-round picks. We'll bring over Leon Drysaitel. <laughs> Edmonton still says no. I know that's what we got in the Discord. It was no. still like, uh-uh. <laughs> Uh, we're not we're not trading a Hall of Famer for Iserman draft picks. No, thank you. See, that, Ketzel's like unless it's for Drysital. So is there is there a world? Is there enough there, like Edmonton and Ken Holland in his his final season? Everybody's saying he's going to retire. That he's going to make some wild trade. Bring over. He's gonna do a goaltender like who had two uh, games. Oh, he's gonna do like a, a Blake Griffin trade. Oh, I'm getting fired anyway. All in. <laughs> oh no, we traded all our depth, and now we're awful. Ooh. He's smart. He's 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 sort of doing his. Uh, he's doing his Miguel Cabrera. Uh, he's announced that he's retiring, so he can't even get fired because the Edmonton Oilers aren't going to wow. be like, "You're fired." He's he's guaranteed a final full season because nobody's going to be mean to old Kenny Holland. Um, uh, I, I do think Hall of Famer. I do think with his trade um, history, he'd be interested in like Ben Sherratt and Andrew Cop, like a package deal there. Like he'd be like, yeah, let's dude, guys, we got to bring in some beef. We got to bring in some defensive minded uh, and some some power, some defensive minded forwards, some power on the D line. Sherratt and Cop, you guys, for Leon Dreisaitl, two for one. 
Wow, you get two players, and we only get one. Wow, look at that. Um, I think actually that combo, Cop and um, uh, and Sharat, is actually more expensive than Drysidle. Uh, Matt, I do have a question. Yeah, um, go for it. You uh, queued up a slide for us here with some uh, looks like some commemorative jerseys. Do we have a second to touch on those real quick? Oh yeah, did you guys see these? Vegas Golden Knights, Seattle Kraken. Um, I had it pointed out before I saw it, and I said absolutely 100%. That's what I see. Uh, but these are the Winter the, Classic jerseys. The Stone Cold Double Birds. Um, yeah, Vegas, Vegas <laughs> thrown out the Double Bird for the rest of the NHL. <laughs> um, yeah, I do. I do like these a lot. Um, I do too. They have like a nice classic feel for the two new franchises, and Seattle's taking from an old um, version of like a of the Seattle like a Seattle jersey. Uh, I Are think it was taking... the S, and it said Seattle. Oh, okay, I, I thought they took the font from an old old wooden ship named Diversity. Um, yeah, <laughs> it was out at sea trying to battle a kraken. But that's what I mean. Jared's out here. How can you have heritage jerseys for teams that aren't even? Jared, you know that is a good question. But these are pretty pretty cool, and I think they both look a lot better than those red and black Red Wing Blackhawk jerseys that we came out with. Yeah. I mean, this is a thousand times better. Um, not close Especially though. Black to our... coming up. Yeah, huh? yeah. Not close to our uh, 2014 Winter Classic jersey. I think I think that might be one of the best jerseys of all time. The substitute of the white for the cream, mm. and then the old uh, Red Wing logo. That was. Mwah. Yeah. I only wish when I got that jersey for Christmas, Mike. That was when I was at my absolute humongousest. So that thing's like a triple XL and Ooh. I am swimming in that thing. I, I'm I'm that's the only thing that stinks about that. I have one dat soup jersey in that uh, thing. You're a big daddy V on that one. Yeah. Yeah. That was one I, I, I just love machine. Do do you remember that was uh I was like two hundred and sixty pounds at the time. Wigan at <laughs> three hundred and fifty pounds. <laughs> Red Wings, right, brother? Matthew the Blob. <laughs> That's not nice. We, well, we could say that because you're not 360 pounds anymore. Uh, Jen Johnson, welcome aboard, bud. Thanks for your first comment today. Oh, and we got a Dan sighting, too. One of the Dan's is here. Woo! Oh, the game. Woohoo! Oh, hey. he couldn't wait to get on Red Wings' rant. I love seeing love it. That peanuts th thumbnail. Yeah. And Jim Johnson, uh, sorry, Jim, let me get your comment in there. The boys put it all together tonight. Four goals, solid D, goaltending. One for four on the PP, perfect on the PK. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, that's, uh, there, I mean, there's a couple problems we want to look at today, but after you went for it to nothing, it's kind of like, do, do you really want to talk about problems or can we just look at solutions? Like, <laughs> uh, I'm curious, uh, Jared, why do you want, Tangays to be shown the door. You don't love that same play that we set up every single time where there's a defenseman on the point aiming at guys who are covering every angle of the goal. I mean, it we're definitely at a point where it's so telegraphed that they set up to brink it today and somebody was standing right in front of him multiple times. And uh 
and, and there's no there's no like adjustment. And then the PowerPoint goal we got today, good for the boys. You know, glad glad we got the you know off the Schneid, right? Because we're we're like two. I think I actually have some slides in here. We're like we were two for forty two. So now we're oh now we're three oh three for forty six. Uh, dead. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's so many failures my god um so we're, we've kind of tumbled down the list here from hey we're top three to hey we're top five and now hey we're we're still top 14 look at that but it's it's like here's the i, I i'm gonna try and pull up the while i'm talking here i'm gonna try and pull up the goal so we could look at it but this this wasn't like something special this almost looks like an accident like i'm gonna but anyway so so like that's the problem like i'm i'm fine not even counting this like this wasn't necessary this is like one of those where it's like well you need you needed to put one in just to like start to build confidence again um but it, it wasn't one that we're i i don't think anybody should be looking at it and thinking like oh all right we're, we're back so i think i i think this is where we bring it back out to the point here um and cider like we love cider but this is that's not the play that's not the power play setup uh nobody even tipped that puck so this just screamed right through all of the pk of the new jersey devils and the goaltender that's fine i would say one we got the shot it wasn't it wasn't a red wing planned deflection it did hit a new jersey stick but it wasn't like you said a planned play you know right so to was it Ketzel that was throwing that out there because he was throwing that out in the in the Discord too. But yeah, it's just there's no creativity here. It's it's just dead. And uh, I know in their practice today and their lineups. Oh yeah, you're right. Right off of New Jersey stick, uh, they were changing up the the power plays. But I mean that's that's not enough. That's not the guy who's in charge of power play. Well, we changed up some of the guys, but uh, ultimately we're still going to try and throw to Debrinket when he's on the ice. And it's it's like okay, um, have you seen his goal total goal totals uh, like the last few weeks? It's not great, but yeah, um, I mean that's something too. Like if that if we if let we me all ask agree, you let me ask you a scary question. Well, an answer, a question with a scary answer, Matt. On this entire roster, who do we have that's dangerous on the power play? I would say. It? Yeah, Debrinket, Gostaspair, um, Larkin. Larkin for sure. I don't like the space that he's in right now, but Larkin for sure. And that's about it. Would you put Raymond, um, Sweet Baby Ray on there? I was going to say Raymond's like on and off. Because I think Jim Johnson dropped a, the Ray Ray. He's on fire. Uh, yeah, is, that, is this Vic four Golden. straight games now? Yeah, like four. Yeah. Sorry. I stole your thunder there. Oh, that's fine. And then uh, performance art, Matt. A name we didn't mention. Love him or hate him. Fabrizio proved he's a very useful player, if healthy. Um, oh, the if healthy. Performance art, three points for Fabry tonight. Somebody uh, did the, the stat run a while back. I mean, we can pull it up, too. But he's he's not far from, like, is he, he's at, like, 0.75 points per game. His career, or something like that. Let's let's. I, I want to get let's let's get some real numbers here. Uh, but uh, like, it's just goddamn. If this guy could just stay healthy, there's 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 really something there. Um, 
Man, you sound like Iserman in the war room. Man, can you guys imagine if this guy stayed healthy? <laughs> okay, I'm way off, by the way, but he is he is around a half a point per game. Um, but uh Well, if you consider the games he plays when he's like healthy, healthy, because he's also yeah. probably out there when he's got boo-boos. Um, he's basically a four point a night guy. Oh yeah. Holy mackerel. We got Dan <laughs> number two is coming in hot. Uh gonna win eight of our next nine. Count them. Woo! Man, oh man. Eight of our next weren't we just talking about how tough the schedule is now? I mean, I guess we have I I if I'm seeing the, if our Minnesota... schedule's lined up to face the injured versions of all the teams that we're playing, I feel pretty good, man. <laughs> if they're down their whole second line, I feel pretty good. Now, um I'm I think I'm mostly asking Ketzel here, but the whole group, I think Minnesota Wild right now are are boasting a 60% penalty kill percentage. Uh, it's in the 60s. This is like unheard of. Wow. Um, if we get to that Minnesota game and the power play looks as toothless as it is right now, I I think Minnesota's proven that they're the team that you play around with. Like, let's put up some let's put up some goals, boys. Uh, they proved that. So if we're not if it's still toothless and it looks ordinary or less than I, I think we could draw a line in the sand. Like we could kind of say like, if, if there's going to be a change on the coaching staff, like light it up. We're not apparently not making changes to uh, replace one of the worst ranked defenses right now in the NHL bring up, I don't know, maybe Simon Edmondson. There's no plans to do that. So can we make like a change in coaching or is that just, could Steve Eisenberg just come out and say, like, no, we're not making changes because this is not a playoff team, and I don't care about this year. I'm just getting butts in the seats for this year because Chris Illich asked me to, so I made a bullshit team. You guys fell for it and went to opening night, but I don't care. So no coaching changes. Everybody's staying in Grand Rapids. No trades. Like, can you just come out and say that, please? Can we stop playing this game? This bullshit fake season that I'm sitting here looking at the NHL standings every night. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, this I don't, I don't know why run, I did this that. Run of games, this run of games is really going to tell us, you know, if, if, we, <laughs> if we can really get excited about the season. Um, let's just start over after we had a terrible first period against the, the Senators. And we had a terrible third period against Toronto in between, like you said, four pretty good periods. Oh yeah. Nice. And then you come out, you shut out the devils. And now you've got Boston, which I'm a little scared of again, not just because it's Boston, but it's an afternoon game. Uh, we're not really good at those yet. So yeah, if we, if we find a way to kind of, kind of, you know, turn the, turn the favors, turn the tides in our favor here and uh, just completely unpants Minnesota uh, with our Tongay power play. <sighs> we'll be right there. There we go. Jared's got it. 65.5 is where Minnesota stands right now. Also some nice, uh, the assist here from Jared, some hot analytics coming through Zadina sitting at three goals so far. Wow. Ooh, two assists, five points so far for Zadina. 
Ooh. On the Red Wings, he would be 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. He would be 16th on the Red Wings in points. That'd be pretty good. Nice. Does that say he's a minus 17? Good gravy. Not good, Jared. Bob. What do we, what good. do we do? Poor Zadina. Oh my gosh. He's uh 20 he's a it's a 24 point swing from him and Ben Sherratt. So just put that in perspective. So right now uh we're sitting at uh 20% PP with uh, the one for four today. It probably takes a little bit of a jump above 20%. Um if anybody wants to do that math real quick, there's all the power play opportunities right next to that stat. Um on the penalty kill side, I, I think I think we're like right in the middle. We're at like 16th. Uh it's 78%. But again, we had another two tonight. So maybe we're right at 80%. So we hop and jump a little bit there. Oh, I have it on the slide. Oh my god, I'm such an asshole. Yeah, 16th range power penalty kill. Uh <laughs> before tonight against New Jersey. Oh, you dumb asshole. Um <laughs> so I guess like I kind of looked that up and I was like, okay, well, we know in like the last 30 days, those numbers are a lot worse than they were. So you see these huge drops, um, but it's so confusing because special teams drops like tremendously. Um, but we still have like these stats where we're like eighth in the league and like goals for percentage. So, you know, comparatively what we're putting in and, and giving up um on a five on five game uh but then the on the expected side it's like we we are giving up more than than we're able to get uh we're 23rd in the league um and that's mostly due to that expected goals against per 60 being so high so we have we have the trouble there like from a what we're doing with the puck as opposed to the puck going in the net like that's that's that game we're kind of playing there. Uh, the goals per, goals four per 60, we are uh, third in the league. Tonight helped. Goals four per 60, we put in another four tonight. It'll go a little smidge higher. The 3.27. That's nuts. This is a five-on-five five play. We are the third best five-on-five five team in the league. To Ketzel's point, and to my question, that Minnesota game comes and goes. There's no bite in that power play that we know has some weapons. I don't know. Um, I, uh, I, I do like to point out when you see stats like this, kind of get a gauge for the meaning behind it based on the peers. So how do you feel about rubbing elbows with the Kings senators and penguins? I do like rubbing elbows with, I'll say the penguins. Yes. Kings. Yes. Canucks, Avs, I don't care much for the Flyers. Uh, the Jets are doing pretty good. Get Kyle Connor on there. Uh, but you look, I mean, look at the chart. Look at the chart to the right. It's that 11.44 shooting percentage. So we've been asking for finish from this team. We are, we are getting some goddamn finish from this team. <laughs> um, but no, I, I, I agree. I mean, the Senators right now, I think, still have a better points percentage. Uh, than we do, or at least if they win tonight, they will. So you're arguably talking about if you if you want to, you know, let's say the Senators play as many games as we do. I, I, I forget where they're at exactly. Um, I mean, points-wise, they have 16. 
points percentage wise, they're at 533. So who they're surrounded by is like 474, 500, 500, 444, 350. So it's like maybe the Senators don't actually belong at the bottom of the conference standings. Like they're they're not they should be right there with Pittsburgh and right there with us. And then uh I mean on the LA side they flirted with owning the Pacific for a little bit there, but they're still top 3. Vancouver second, um Quinn Hughes, Philip Erodic absolutely dialing it up night after night. Elias Pettersson, of course, who we should be down four first round picks and have Pettersson in our back pocket. And then um yeah, the Penguins wins. They they can rely on uh Sidney Crosby <laughs> and what's going on there. But yeah, Canucks, Avalanche, Jets. Is that is that Bruins. yours, by the way? Penguins? That cute little penguin claymation guy. Is that what the joke was? I don't know. Do you not know talking. that little pengu? No. Oh, pengu? Yeah. Um I just I was trying to give you credit. Where my you, you accidentally said that. Yeah. Oh, I say penguins as an insult. Like, like double gooey. O goo? Okay. Yeah. All right. Like yucky. Well, pengu um, is, he's he's beloved. I like him. Oh, Ketzel, Newt, Newt. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's move on. I don't want to talk about pengu the whole night. Um, but yeah, I mean, you kind of see where I'm coming from with this. If this five on five plays is... I, how can you can't argue with it? It's it's doing great, but the the stinky poo poo power play could get fixed, or or should Steve be doing something with the personnel? Are we saying like DeBrinket just had a hot start oh, and he's not really the guy who's carrying this? Matt, you dirty dog! I know you have some trade rumors for me, but did you also want to get some business before we get into that? Oh, I don't have it queued up, but I I guess so. Um. No pressure. I did. Uh, I mean, while I'm pulling it up, I don't know if you want to talk about Ben Sherratt. And I, I saw today uh, Max Boltman's article defending Ben Sherratt after his absolute shitstorm in Sweden um, and saying that his play isn't that bad. He's like, look, he's second on the team and expected goals for percentage. Um, I mean, it's not the same thing if you look at uh, the full chances that are coming out and Corsi for a percentage him and Jeff Petrie are holding down the bottom as we all predicted they would along with Justin Hall. That's more along the lines of when we looked at this group of defensemen, we were like, well, this is, this is how it's going to end up. And uh, I really hope my next slide is nope. All right. I didn't pull it anyway. Uh, what I did notice today, I don't, I don't know why I didn't take a screenshot. Maybe I have it in my photos. Um, what I did notice today is how much Ben Sherratt is protected. How much of his ice time uh, compared to the rest of the team is either him starting on the fly uh, as opposed to like you see purpose, right? Got, like Gostas Bear purposefully starts in the offensive zone. His his zone time is, is in the offensive zone because that's where he's starting. And for Ben Sherratt, it is 100% being protected right now. And for a guy who's got that ice time being protected when he starts, he's not asked to go out there in defensive zone starts. He's asked to go out there in neutral zone starts and uh, an offensive zone starts. And to see the expected goals for percentage to be second on the team, 
along along with the, the same sort of choices you see with uh with Goss despair like it makes sense i feel like it's not enough to dig into these numbers and say ben Sherratt's having a good season but he is absolutely being protected i think because they know what the trouble is there so i i i did a, a you know one of my favorite words i did a modicum of research um uncovered that little snippet today um <laughs> But yeah, it's uh, it's basically I don't know. Am I calling? Out, I'm just calling out Max Boltman again. I, I was mad reading his article. I was rat mad reading it because I was like, how could you defend Ben Sherrod? Like, so when I brought up the stat, we talked uh, tongue in cheek about Zadina a second ago, and I mentioned the uh, point differential and plus minus right between Zadina and Sherrod. Sherrod yeah. plus seven. He is leading the team. I, I was just gonna say, and. He has had a few games eyeball tests or he didn't completely embarrass embarrass himself. And I would say including tonight. Um, as far as protecting him, I can't really, you know, counter counter argue that. Um, but maybe if they have found a formula here by making him, you know, one of the seven instead of one of the six and putting him in a in a spot where he can succeed. Uh, Matt, that's kind of been the thesis of the Red Wings rant is putting guys in places to succeed based on their skill level. Um, because we've had such a difficult time doing that over the past couple of years. So, yeah, he's probably overpaid for what he's doing, but he hasn't been the worst player in NHL history, which at times it looked like statistically that's what he's trying to accomplish last year. So, it looks like he's failing at being the worst. Well, here, I, I actually, I, I did find it here um, with these offensive zone starts in the neutral zone and defensive zone starts. And I, I, I'd agree with you um, in that sense if, if, if it was, if, if this was a team that looked like it was moving in the right direction. His, his goals four per 60, we already identified earlier in the episode, could be shot up because that shooting percentage is, is just too goddamn high right now. But it's not because when he's on the ice, there's extra shots going on the ice. And I'm pointing at this with my mouse as if you can see my mouse. Um, but we're looking now at Evolving Hockey's wrap charts for anybody on the podcast. And you could, you could see, like, defensively, um, I shouldn't say defensively, but what those, those offensive statistics are, are putting on the ice are not, they're not controlling the play. Right? So he... He has what looks to be better numbers from expected goals against per 60, but that's because he's being protected. So we're just playing this game where we're getting pretty lucky when he's on the ice and the shooting percentage is high. But it's like now we're now we're managing the game to make sure this guy and and it's it's like how many guys do you want to have on this team that can be managed and guys that can just hit the ice and play their game? Because if you want to talk about Goss Despair, he's a guy that you can see. He passes the eyeball test for the offense he's bringing. Sherratt seems to get a bonus from being on the ice at the right time. Again, like I mentioned, his, his zone starts aren't purposeful. They're on the fly. He's not starting like Goss Despair would be. Yes, we have an offensive play. Goss Despair has a lot of offensive zone starts. It's because he knows what he's doing with the puck. Ben Sherrod is on the fly. Most of his own start, or I'm sorry, most of his play starts are on the fly. So he's hitting the ice because it's his turn. 
you know, so that and then he benefits from that. So it's just it's this troubling game that there's no purpose behind the decision making of when he's on the ice. When he's on the ice, he's not really making a huge difference. <laughs> and it just becomes how many guys do you want on this team when there's options like Simon Edvinson that seem to be lucking out for the time when they're on the ice. And for the rest of the time, it's just like, let's not put this guy in a position to, to, to fuck us over. Um, just a couple items here, Matt, from the chat. Um, Sorry. Ketzel thrown out. No, you're fine. Uh, Ketzel thrown out there. Schrott decent with literally anyone not named Petrie this season. Uh, Dan Bergeron with little context, but it made me laugh. What the fuck do you losers do for a living? Well, not sure if that's at us or the discussion in the chat, but it was pretty funny. Um, and then uh, Jared thrown out that it looked like uh, Sherratt 15 minutes of ice time tonight. Um, only uh, don't call me whole, Mr. Hall and Oli Mata well, with fewer minutes. Um, Look at that, but, uh, Justin, that Justin Hall <laughs> wrap him chart. Um, not there's uh, nothing being put on the net, uh, when he's on the ice. Yeah, he's nothing. he's trying to you know become the hole, I think. And I, I was hoping he's going to be the hall. Um, but I didn't think Gustus Bear he would, uh, I didn't know he was this good. Like, I, I was pretty pumped about that signing, but he's he's been pretty damn solid. I mean, th- like, to go back to my previous conversation, this makes sense, like, the his his wrap him chart. He gets put on the ice in offensive situations before they drop the puck. Gostas bears out there if it's in the offensive zone. So expected goals for per 60 would be higher for him. Matt, we got a question that might not have an answer. I hope you're buckled in. Why is Petrie one of the main penalty killers? (laughs) I don't know. Um, That'd be a shrug emoji. There you go. Okay. Uh, Mike, we've got, uh, the Detroit Red Wings and the Boston Bruins coming up the day after Thanksgiving. Um, and you can bet on it. I'm sure Boston's probably favored to win. Uh, but do, do all your betting on, on DraftKings, Mike, you know, you know, my games. Um, I like to go through and wait till those games start and. You just you can you can make a whole fun day out of uh, watching DraftKings, waiting for that right opportunity. You know, Wings Wings get the first goal against Boston. So what do you do? Drop twenty bucks on Boston to win because that's that's the worst their odds are going to be to win that game. You you drop twenty bucks right there. Maybe you even get through the first period. Uh, but that's the fun of DraftKings. You, you're betting on these games constantly, and the the, the odds are ever changing and. You just wait till they're swinging in your favor. But uh, download the app now and use code THPN. New customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www1800 www.1800gambler.net. Oh, okay. Dot net. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. 
888-789-4467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problems gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, uh, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. CDKNG.slash hockey dot com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms of responsible gaming resources nhl and the nhl shield are registered trademarks of the national hockey league copyright nhl 2023 all rights reserved <laughs> do 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 <laughs> might be too early to start decorating for the holidays but it's never too early to start your holiday shopping why not take care of it now before the crowds and packed calendars make shopping a total nightmare, especially when you can get some of the best deals of the season well before Black Friday or a day, two days before Black Friday, whatever you're listening to this. The sale's on now. You've heard me talk about Raycon products before, and I would like to tie this back to a Raycon integration that I've talked about before. Uh, like uh, my earbuds or my speakers. Um, they're super great. You guys know I love them. I don't go anywhere without my my head my my headphones, my earbuds. They're they're attached to me. I love them. Um, Raycon first made a name for themselves in the audio space with products like those earbuds, known for delivering that high quality audio. Um, in this past year, they expanded their entire business with the introduction of Raycon Home and Raycon PowerTech. Five-star reviewed Magic 180 cable allows you to charge your iOS, micro USB, and Type-C devices eight times faster with a 100-watt power delivery. 100-watt power delivery. Their faucet filter ultra-filters the water in your tap against chlorine and heavy metals. It's a must-have when you're ensuring the water you use to wash your face and brush your teeth is clean. So they deliver audio and water filters a company you can trust to get everyone the holiday shop in this holiday shopping spirit raycon's offering 20 percent off everything on their site including water filters with the <laughs> select products being up to 50 percent off hurry to get your water filters from raycon go to buyraycon.com thpn to get 20 to 50 percent off site-wide that's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score up to 50% off Raycon products, including water filters. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. Man, we're not going to get fired. tickled off camera? What was going on on that? <laughs> I just, look, I love the Raycon earbuds. Yeah. Uh, I haven't good. used the Raycon water filter. Matt? Don't no, we can't we can't we can't lose another <laughs> supporter of this show. You wear them every night to bed. All right, let's move. I on. wear the Raycon water filter to bed every night. Um, yeah, the earbuds are great. Moving right, on, Matt, let's move on. We uh we had some Red Wing trades, um, some smoke, but I don't know if you wanted to touch on your favorite former Blackhawk, uh, potentially making a decision here, Matt. Um. Uh, Man, there's so many slides. Slides, right, yeah. I'll just remove it for a second so we can talk. Okay. Um, also, Crimson, what up, bud? 
And Dan, Dan Bergeron <laughs> saying, oh, my God, I hope you get paid for this. No, we just uh, <laughs> volunteer to read yeah, we from just, our, like, our favorite companies, Dan. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jared says, uh, read the script before going live. Overrated. Nothing can prepare you. Every time. <laughs> nothing can prepare you for selling Raycon water filters. <laughs> um. <laughs> so we right, had, uh, we? do you want to do the trade smoke or do you want to talk about your favorite ex-Blackhawk being uh, the current Detroit look, Red Wing with Alex Dabrinkit his best friend and super productive we, former best friend? We hit up the Patrick Kane conversation before the season started. But not frequently it was when, <laughs> I think we did it four straight episodes. Um, but it was when we were talking about if you add Elias Pedersen, now you're in all-in mode. You've got to make the next move to make your top two lines unstoppable. And I was like, that's when you add Patrick Kane. And then this team is like, can go on like a hundred and five point pace for the rest we're, of the year. We're not getting Pedersen at this juncture. Vancouver's too correct. Close. Correct. So how do I feel about landing Patrick Kane? Not great. I mean, I know our power play is uh, top 14, uh, but I think that he could maybe give it a little, a little boost. Look, there's a point at which I'm willing to sell my soul, but we are not going to make this team good enough with a guy who has to do video training on social media to prove that he has a hip. Like he's not coming back as Patrick Kane, Mike, the, uh, who Backstrom just had the same surgery, right? And now he's retiring. Was it, it's Backstrom, right? That had the same surgery as Patrick Kane. He tried to go like three weeks into the season and now he's retired. Um, so it's not a great surgery. We, we gave Andrew Cop. we had to give him a pass for a half a season. All right. So now you're going to sign Patrick Kane. He wants two years. Right. And you're going to get this shit ball, basically. Prep uh, uh, it. With, one hit. Is it the is it the number that you're afraid of? Or is it really the I mean, the, the length of the contract? I mean, if he it's, comes in at a reasonable number, like Sherratt or lower. Can you stomach that? Oh my God. He better come. He better be asking for those Sherratt numbers. Cause he's not going to produce like he used to. That's what my, that's the problem. Like, like I mentioned, like selling my, like I was adamant. I do not want Patrick Kane on my team. I don't trust the legal system. What are you doing? Robert De Niro. <laughs> Very nice, very nice. Uh, I have the face. I don't have the voice yet. I'm working on it. Um, I guess my problem with being critical of the legal system, Matt, is it also let a lot of my favorite professional wrestlers off the hook. Um, so I kind of have to uh, do that or I can't follow wrestling anymore. So, <laughs> um, Matt, I, you know, <laughs> what, what, was, what was decreed? I guess we just kind of have to live by, and I, it's not saying that what he, you know, allegedly did is is right or wrong, right? Because we we he he got by. Now he's eligible to play, and I guess I, I don't know what kind of showcase he would be giving uh, general managers before he's inking a two year deal 
but I imagine it would have to involve uh, something pretty impressive if he thinks that he's getting, you know, upwards of, you know, $5 million. So you, if the Red Wings signed him, that would mean he did something to impress Iserman. He impressed Red Wing scouts. So if so he's, if he's so impressing no, them, I and, hate this and, argument. And he's not, and he's not asking for like eight or nine million. That's absurd. We, we the argument it, you're making right now is is if Steve Eiserman signs him, he's smarter than you. So I will be happy with it. We also, I was told that when it came to James Reimer, I know, but you're saying that you're smarter than the at. whole legal system, Matt. I'm Matt, not who's done, Matt. Who's done no detective work, Matt, who's done no knocking on doors and canvassing neighborhoods. Who's watched zero evidence of a court case. Has I'm decided saying... he has made Patrick Kane guilty. So guilty. In fact, that he should not be a red wing, even if he could be productive for a reasonable number. You don't look at that piece of shit when he's like talking. You're just like, that, that guy's. There's a lot ball. of turd balls. You can't just. Can't put people behind bars because he looks like a piece of shit. Man, yeah, I'm not he... putting him behind bars. I'm asking him to not be on my team. Maybe he doesn't slick his hair back anymore. Maybe he's more of a pushback guy. Maybe he's a pushback hair. Maybe he used to be a piece of shit, but not anymore. <laughs> he is a slick back hair guy. Oh no, Crimson um... saying he played just like David Perron. Ooh, so we get a few glimmers of what once was. Right. So both. Backstrom and Kane had hip resurfacing operations. So, so did the Undertaker, and look how he turned out. See, great point. He looked like shit for every no way. match. He looked great against AJ no, Styles in that no, pre-made match. Yeah, he looked great. Okay, no, okay, no, no, no. Everyone, for anybody not hole? familiar with pro wrestling, Mike is is yeah. Who's not doing... familiar with the Undertaker? Come on, guys. No, no don't listen to him. Don't yep. fall Listen for his mic tricks. Don't, don't, don't fall for those mic tricks. Don't go over there. He... You guys, come over here. Do you want the Undertaker on your team? Wow. <laughs> Hall of Famer. Man, multiple time champion. You're not Some getting Undertaker, Mike. Ever. You're getting Kane. It's just as good. It's the same guy, kind of. <laughs> I like how that uh, Almost seven feet kind of spun in that direction. There. That was fun. Yeah. Um, Ketzel thrown out there, the sign and trade. Uh, it does look like Florida is going to be the one to pick him up. I I, I know uh, Elliot Friedman keeps mentioning Detroit when they bring up Patrick Kane, but it's like he talks about all the teams that are like actually in it. And then he's like, but you can't forget Detroit. You can't forget blah, 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 blah. And then he trails off and falls asleep. And Jeff Merrick takes over the podcast again. Mm-hmm. Um, But it does look like he's headed to Florida. But uh, Ketzel does throw out there. Sign, trade him Florida. Get some free picks. Does Florida have any more draft picks to trade? Are they fresh out of draft picks uh, at this point? They are tapped out. I don't think you're signing him and then trading him. I I think you're, you know. That was the argument. Ride, you got to kind of ride this out. That was the argument at the start of the season. Everybody was saying sign him and then you got to you got some you got to trade piece. The only time I'm comfortable signing him is when I think this is like a step. This is it's like the pre-trade deadline like move that you need to like shore up the middle six, but I don't want to bring them in. And then we're talking about like, Oh good. Now the first line, now we have somebody that can pass to to it. And it's, it's like, no, if we can't, 
if we don't have better or at least the same to offer than a guy who just resurfaced his hip and the last guy to get that operation done couldn't last a month in the NHL before saying like, mm, this is a bad idea. I should probably retire. <laughs> like <laughs> just no. And it's not like he turned in great numbers last year before the hip resurface resurfacing operation. I mean, we're a couple years removed from 90 points, but do you think you're getting 90 points? No. Matt, with Alex Tange, he might put up 120. We just established that Robbie Fabry delivers a 40-point pace. So you're good. You have Robbie Fabry. Well, what we're hoping is that <laughs> no Fabry is going to be hurt. Um, okay, so you're replacing the future... Game. Or the Minnesota Wild game. No, this he already got hurt. Plan. He already this got hurt. He got it out of the way. When he's, when he's inactive because he's hurt again. Then you bring in Kane. That's going to be Kane. <laughs> it can't and be he, Kane. <laughs> Matt, when he comes out to the organ music and the fireballs, you're going to be all over it. This is fun. I, don't, I didn't even have a slide for this. but uh, All right. Anybody want to take a guess as the <laughs> lowest ranked player? Jared Shaw, breaking news. Breaking news. Robbie Fabry was just injured by our comments. Oh, no. That's not fabulous. All right. I'm going to pull it up here. We're going to we're going to take a break from the trade rumors. Uh, basically, the trade. Remove. Yeah. Remove. Right. Whatever. Um, take a break from that real quick. I'm going to give everybody 10 seconds to guess. Matt's favorite former Blackhawk. Okay. Who wants um, who wants to take a guess? Who had the apps? Who had the worst? Uh, four to nothing game. We gave up zero goals in a yeah. four to nothing game. You'd think a defensive minded hockey player would have a great game, right? Because you gave up zero. Who had the worst game score and was a negative at that in a game where no goals were given up? Who had the worst gamer score? Uh, on the is team it a, is it a defenseman no but um I'll, I'll give you that i'll give you this like the lowest negative score uh like offensively so we're talking lowest game score but the lowest offensive score was a defenseman and it was jeff petrie so yes. i'm gonna take him off the board but the lowest game score from this I'm gonna, game i'm gonna go on the coattails of dan bergeron who said cop And it was actually Robbie Fabry, uh, just previously mentioned. So pre-injury, Robbie Fabry with an amazing game today. I mean, you turn it, you turn in three points. I don't know how is that going to go wrong. Cop still managing zero goals allowed. Guys, he's our most amazing two-way forward in the. He's the most amazing two-way forward in the world. Matt, you know, I am tired of you talking smack about cop. You know how long it takes to recover from core surgery? At least three to six, four seasons. Six to seven years. Three to four seasons. <laughs> Minimum. Ketzel says, imagine imagine cop scored on that breakaway. Imagine that. Did you see imagine Ketzel, if you... a close-up on cop's face when he had the Michael Jordan tongue hanging out? Like, this is my big moment. <laughs> <laughs> he, looked like the, he looked like the kid who has diabetes on South Park. Uh -huh. He thought he was Michael Jordan and he's the diabetes kid. So 
Not good. Not good. Um, I mean, there, there you have it. You know, this is this is the season thus far for Andrew. Oh wait, is that the old one or the new one? Oh, look at Jared oh, wait, saying the puck was bouncing the... like crazy for poor cop. He tried really Aww, hard. poor guy. Oh, anyway, coach, I almost got one. His amazing defensive and offensive efforts. Um, this is a full force, really, for Andrew Cop this year. You got to think. You got to think. Maybe another half a season that core will be completely healed up, and I'll be proved wrong uh, that that was a bad signing. But uh, you know, whatever. I, I think uh, Ketzel said earlier he's done with Cop. So I got one. One of you guys, you're on my side. I'm not saying I converted you, Ketzel. I'm saying that you saw the truth. <laughs> That's what this is. This is. I'm not trying to convert anybody. I see what I see. You guys have been championing this guy for some reason, but no, he's my he's my scapegoat. I admit it. But uh, well, Crimson you know. also wanted you I... to touch on thoughts on uh, Uncle Joe on the first line, Matt. And uh, yeah, he didn't look lost. Um... Yeah, you know, he's fine. I mean, Lucas, Dylan, and and Joe walk away from this game with uh, like almost the exact same. I still have this up. Almost the exact same gamer score uh, from this. It's it's very positive. And again, what I was just joking about before, when you win four to nothing, everybody's should be very positive. And somehow, somehow, cop just. He just got, he can't Ketzel, goddamn do it. But anyway. Um, I think you're right, by the way. Cat uh, did not appreciate the second line, but I think he was demoted because of that awful mustache he started growing. He looks really stupid. <laughs> well, he was telling, right? He was telling the media today, we've got to figure it out. And Lone was like, we did. We're moving you down. <laughs> moving Joe V up. But yeah, he had, he had a good performance. It wasn't as good as DeBrinkett's, <laughs> but it, it wasn't bad. It was uh, something also, where that line had like a ton of balance, but it, it didn't. Yeah. It's not like it had more firepower. Lucas didn't put one on the board until um, him and Comfer were going back and forth. Um, I will add the more that this season moves along, the more I'm starting to realize that Comfer was like the signing because Steve went, uh, fuck, I really, that cop signing was a real, I really shrewded that one. I, <laughs> I got to try again. <laughs> Load him up. JT Comfer, come on down. You got him for less than Cop, too. Hell of a deal. Um, but yeah, like Comfer, you can see. Comfer, you could play the eye test or, uh, you know, at least the analytics are a little bit better. But tonight, like the gamer score is insane uh, for Comfer. But um, like you can see some chemistry being built. It's just with Andrew Cop, I feel like every time he's on the ice, we're making some sort of excuse where it's like, oh, look, he uh, pinned a guy against the board. But it's also because you can't keep the puck in the goddamn zone. Like, there's two ways to actually own the puck, and, you know, one of them is not letting the other team get it. So, yeah, he does make a lot of good plays on the board, but uh, my man is not as quality. Uh, puck's in his hand, as you guys are telling me is. But, um, you know, whatever. Um. Matt, before we ride off into the sunset. Yeah. You want to hit promised, on some of these trades? We promised some some trade smoke. Um, as far-fetched as it might be, we'd right. be pillaging from do you the Columbus want Blue Jackets. 
Patrick um, Laine, Johnny Goudreau, Matt, give us just a little bit of a little bit of tea here. So there's a couple schools of thought here. Patrick Laine disgruntled. Wouldn't you be if you were on the Columbus Blue Jackets? I mean, I mean come on. Columbus does have a beautiful <laughs> zoo. Um, you're probably True. gonna. F- Probably going to throttle Michigan on Saturday. Sorry, I said it. I said it, and I'll say it again. They're going to throttle Michigan. Skyline chili? JJ's awful. I'm sorry. Skyline chili, delicious. Um, Sometimes. Actually, no, I actually hate Skyline. That's one that... The uh, amount of shredded cheese is fun. It's a fun gimmick. Yeah, it's fun. Um, I hate the cinnamon in their chili. It doesn't make any sense to me. Oh, it makes I a lot of sense to me as a fan Shut up. of uh, Shut brown up. sugar cinnamon Pop-Tarts. I've always wanted that in my chili. So, Oh, Jim Johnson, Barrett. throwing out the monster offer. Petrie and Sherratt and a second? I think that Columbus says no, because they're like, that's just too much. We we can't just, <laughs> it's unfair. Like, the league's going to veto that, that juicy an offer. They do have the cap room. Um, and they also have the cap room, you know, to hang on to these guys forever. But it's like... Now, now that it, it looks like the GM uh, is, is about to get canned because things aren't going great. Um, you know, remember the, the Mike Babcock issues? Now it looks like they don't really know what they're doing with the coaching staff that's in there now. They clearly didn't direct the coaching staff because they're benching Patrick Line willy-nilly and saying he needs to be benched because he's not scoring. Forgetting that one... Would you not be depressed being stuck with Columbus? Two, he just came back from a goddamn fucking injury. What the fuck are we doing? Comes back from an injury and they're like, dude, uh, why aren't you popping the back of the net? <laughs> the fuck's going on, man? I feel like um, their management team hasn't heard of, like, you know, the recovery time for core surgery, let alone, you know, poor Patrick Liney's injury, which could take seven to eight seasons. So here's here's my thing too. Like with Line A, he is he is still 25 as well. I mean, going on 26 shortly, but you're in this zone now where you've seen him on these paces to like score 40 goals. And um he's 25. And I think you're at a point now with, with Line A and the Blue Jackets where they will probably just want to move this guy, and you just need to make it look like you're not embarrassing Columbus. Um... So it's the real yeah. question at this point, I think, is do you believe Patrick Line has it in him to be the 30 plus goal scorer? Or if you're looking at Line now, you're seeing the two goals on his stat, you know, across his stat line, and you're like, I think, I think, I think Line he's, he's going to be wrapping this up at the end of this, th- the three years on this contract. Um, you know, how, how do you feel? Cause, I I might be leaning towards I might be leaning towards take the risk cuz he's still only 25 right now. And he's not he's he's on the, he's on the Columbus Blue Jackets, guys. I think right now the point pace that they're on the la- or they've lost like 8 or 9 in a row, but the point pace they're on right now is in the last um what do you say? In the last like four weeks they're on pace to overtake the san jose sharks uh for last so you're asking him to go through that again and hope that the blue jackets find his replacement (laughs) right like in the draft 
So and 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 they've also been trying Patrick Line. Like he's had all of this success, all of his goal scoring as a winger, and they're putting him as a center. Put him back in the position. Put him in a position to succeed. Make him a winger again. Do the Red Wings rant thesis. Put him in a position to succeed. Yeah. Um, but just for the past couple seasons, Matt. Obviously coming back from injury this year. Um, last season. Only 55 games played. Did have 52 points, though. Previous season, 56 games, 56 points. Um, That's actually pretty damn I wouldn't sexy. have guessed that. That's actually, that's actually pretty good. I would not have guessed that. And then there was the season where he moved from Winnipeg <clears throat> to Columbus and became depressed all the time. Uh, that was the first time he, you know, was just getting used to Skyline Chili. Had a lot of diarrhea. Uh, 46 <laughs> games played, 24 points. And then in Winnipeg, uh, 68 games, 63 points, 82 games, 50 points, 82 games, 70 points. And then his debut was the 73 games, 64 points. Man. Uh, be, it'd be pretty fun. Um, I don't think you're getting Johnny Goudreau because he, I think he went there for a reason. I I, I think he's going to try and die in Columbus. Um, so well, I was, I was going to ask Jared throughout there, Goudreau fleece the whole damn franchise and looking at where Columbus is right now, what, did Columbus fleece Johnny? Did they, did they sell him a franchise that was ready to make the turn? And they are just absolute dog shit right now. Well, I mean, I guess what I was just getting at is that it'd be more feasible to get line A, right? Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, well, the, you know, this is, this is the team. Too that stole Damon Severson from us as well. Yeah. Um, so this is a team that's going to be looking for draft capital and young players, right? So I mean, you you could try to dump off one of our you know four million dollar thirty plus year old defensemen plus you know probably multiple first rounders, multiple first rounders, and then a prospect that you like, probably two prospects. Does that sound like a fair package? Kind of wanted to screw them over, but yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'll just, but I'll just are, say, again, if they're going to the give sets, up this guy, I feel like it would take a little bit. Yeah, no, you're you're right. I, I am actually surprised. I, I hadn't really taken a hard look at the like the box scores. I, I had just been taking a look at like uh, our... Uh, uh, evolving hockey um what do we uh, wrap them charts uh so like for the, this you know the past season i think i think this is full year so far for patrick Light. so going back I, i'm mm, nope that's just this year uh you know it doesn't look great but again he's been injured uh but if you wind the clock back three years this is this is a better looking wrap them chart on a team that again is dog shit and of course johnny Goudreau might be benefiting on his Rapham chart there from the uh, Kachuk effect <laughs> when they were playing in Calgary. But um, yeah, that, that being said, I'm, you've got a guy who's on a plus 30 goal pace with Columbus. Um, but yeah, decoy thrown out there too. Is it, are you, are you too worried about, you know, how much time this guy's missed concussion being one, um, this year, was it, was it a wrist? I, I, I feel like it was, I don't know, in, a, in one of our appendages. Um, 
it's it's an option and one that if i saw it let me put it this way i'm not going after it but if i saw it happened i'm gonna start justifying it in my head and make myself happy with it also patrick line like he's he's like a personality like he's a guy that is gonna want to talk to the media his uh suits are insane his suit game i don't know it'd be kind of fun i do like uh i do like colorful personalities but matt would probably take what wallander casper or danielson plus picks and then a contract is that fair i think i think you're probably closer to the truth than what I than I want the truth to be, but yeah, you're probably on, on track there. Um, but it's like you've you've built all the this this pool of prospects. Are you are you just playing the waiting game to see them play in Grand Rapids for three years, or are we going to start moving some of these guys to get some talent now? That's clearly an option right now. Um. By the way, Decoy uh, making a late bid for comment of the episode, um, saying that he looks like J E double F J A double R E double T Jeff Jared, baby. Woo! Get that guitar out. Did he get that from Tigger? Like T I double G E R? No. Or no, it's T I double G er. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even do it. T I double G er. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh man I've been, you watch the cartoon practicing. enough yeah you gotta get good yeah no I, I read the books so you gotta do the voices yeah i know we're both naturally good at piglet with our oh <laughs> i'm trying to think what would be um hey there old poo boy I... poop poo boy no oh Who's god pool boy Poo boy, poo boy, poo, Winnie the Pooh. All right, I'm done. He says right, poo boy. Is... Yeah, he does say poo boy. I think he says poo bear, not poo. Oh, poo bear. No, you're right. I I'm, I don't know why I thought it was poo boy. Man, poo, I feel bad bear. for your kids. Hey, Yo, poo what boy. Poo boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. It just it felt right. It felt right in the moment. <laughs> your poor. Uh, yeah, I guess the other team I threw up there was our 65 percent penalty kill team was uh the minnesota wild there's anything on here that you guys want to go after um do you want to take from the team that's just a forever middler and will never take that next step or i actually did zero research to look at any guy that's going to make the huge difference for us because you're not going to get cappers off not that his season's going great but um i don't i i I kind of looked at this roster and I was like, you could make an argument to make like, sure, you can upgrade Ben Sherratt in a bunch of different places here. You can upgrade Andrew Kopp in, in different places on here, but not, nothing like where I see, I don't know, some fun, scary fun with line A, but I, there's a lot of boring here. So it's, it wasn't as fun for me. Maybe you guys <laughs> come up with something better, but... um. Wizard Fetus, yeah, Matt Boldy. For John Merrill, straight up. Who says miss, no? Yeah, I miss John Merrill. That was fun. Yeah, that guy was cool. The, uh, I liked him. Yeah. 
Yeah, Did nice he have the uh, stash. Color? Yeah, stash and a mullet. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, wizard fetus, uh, Boldy. Boldy. Yeah, Matt Boldy. Oh, my bad. Uh, yeah, that's what that was. The... We heard from you. What up, bud? Yeah, that was that was the only name I threw out. Um, I just don't think that's gonna happen. I don't think Kaprizov's gonna. Ha- I don't think they're unhappy. Like Patrick Line has made it very clear that he's unhappy. So, and and you know the Wild trick themselves every year. They're like, "No, oh, we snuck into the playoffs. There's a chance." So there, you know, there's not a lot of like unhappy folks here, but it's just kind of like, is this possible? Is this now when you try to take advantage of it because they can't find a win? Um, but yeah, then when I pulled this up, I was just kind of like, okay, well, there's like some opportunity, but not not a ton, not a lot of fun also, opportunity again. Boring. Um, interestingly enough, a lot of people are saying uh, goodbye to Casper over uh, Nate. I look really excited to be drafted by Steve uh, Danielson. Yeah, he's, uh, I think Scott Wheeler has him second line on his uh, Canadian junior team. So he's getting, he's getting some notice now. Um, I think actually Bronman still has him on the bottom six. Um, Mm. Interesting. He he is steadfast in his opinions. Wait for Casper or Danielson? Uh, For Danielson. Uh, Casper's not eligible anymore, right? Uh, decoy with a late bid. Uh, Casper, the scoreless ghost. Got him. Oh, man. Got him. Cooked him. Oof. Woo. All right. Man. So, like, man, we are at hour 23, by the way. Hour 23? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm going yeah. for almost a full day. Let's hit 24. Sorry, this is a bad joke. Okay, yeah, we can wrap up. All right, guys, go to bed. Go Wings. We won. We lost our playoff spot, but we're... We're coming back. We just got to... We lost it and then play the crappiest penalty kill in the whole league. Woo! Got this. Oh, we did have slides that talked about that. Do we want to show them real quick? Uh, Or do you want to go to bed? If you want to blitz through the, the Bruins one. Look at Blitz through it. All right. Let me see if I can find it. I put way too many slides together. Yeah, there's All way right. too many slides. This was tonight. Overcoming adversity. All right. Boston looks like this should be a straight. We should just get bulldozed. Um, but they ain't seen our five on five goals. Yeah. If we, if we can keep it five on five, we can try to keep up. Um But yeah, we should. Uh, I think we got a good chance against Minnesota. Yeah, we're gonna be hungover on Friday and probably vomit a lot, and then feel a lot better against Minnesota. Um, so loss, then... win, loss. So over the neck, over these four games, five hundred. How's that feel? Maybe we'll get one in over- overtime. We'll be. <laughs> Ooh, maybe Shesterkin will be playing, and we'll uh, squeak one out there. Now, Jared says the wild is a trap game. I I would think that would be true for the Detroit Lions facing the Chicago Bears, and then they're just too good and they turn it on. Like that felt like a trap for the Lions that whole, you know, this past Sunday. We I don't, don't really know... have trap games, though. We have trap periods. Like 
I just don't know if it's true for the like. It's not something where the wings look past an opponent at this point. I feel like there's they're definitely living the cliche. They are game by game. Uh, you know what I mean? Like you could totally see the Lions were looking past the Bears, um, but I don't think the Wings are looking past anybody, and that's where those traps come from. But I don't know. Well, Does that mean we look um, past the Bruins and that's how we got lunched or? Anyway, okay, no, let's wrap up. Um, my yeah. throat hurts. We all have to cook tomorrow. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Let's go, Lions! Um, right, so go, Lions! <laughs> See you also, guys. Jared, I feel really old. You wrote Go Lions FTB TP. Does that mean fuck the police? This is fuck the Packers. Oh, okay. I thought it was the police. All right. I think it's been um, it's a Reddit. And... Fuck oh. the Packers. Yeah. GLG from half court. Bang. I was told there would be butt chugging. Thank you, GLG. We can't sign off now. All right. We got to talk butt chugging for a half hour. All right. See you guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Go butt chugging. Butt chug. Jesus.